talking all things real estate, fitness, lifestyle. This is Selling Sunrise, your go-to podcast. Welcome back to Selling Sunrise, episode three. We did it. Three episodes. We made it. <laughs> so how was everyone's week? Anything new? Exciting? Well, I had a kind of a weird situation, which... We like weird. I got enough for you then. <laughs> um, So my buyers, they have a house in Taiwan, and they wanted... They explained to me at first that they were going to pay in cash, so I was under the assumption we could just go under contract, right? Mm-hmm. Nice and easy. Should have known. There's never easy. Never easy. Yeah. yeah. Never. So they were like, we want to put an offer in on this house, but we have to sell our house in Taiwan. And I was like, well, that's a new that element new. that you did not tell me about. <laughs> and then like super nice people, you know, yeah. like whatever. So then I was like, okay, well, I need proof of funds if you're going to do cash. So uh, I was like, can you send me the contract? And he's like, yeah, of course, but it's going to be in Chinese. And I was like, great. Like, what do I do? Yeah, like, like what do you translator? do in that situation? Like, yeah, my mom said, because my mom's an agent too, she said that some settlement companies have, like, they can translator? put it through a translate okay. system. system. And I hope I it's, like, like, word for word, though. Like, what if something was, like, just off by a word? I mean, that can change a whole yeah, contract. Can, that can change everything, yeah. right? And, I mean, that's a huge risk for the seller mm-hmm. because it's, like, are you just going to, you know, and I'm not, I mean, my clients are super, super nice people and, you know, like, I don't think anything's off there yeah yeah. because she's from taiwan and he was living over there for like 13 years but he's originally from u.s okay so they live in charles not charleston they live in south carolina okay so yeah it was just a really like random situation so what are you doing is that gonna happen like they wanted to lowball real low and there was already an offer so it was kind of like it was like 245 and they wanted to do like 215 and i was like we're not in that market yet how long's the house been sitting uh, it's new. We saw it oh, over it's the new. weekend. Yeah. New, I mean, new. it needs a ton of work, but I wouldn't lowball that much. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, like, this market, we're going to see a lot more contingencies mm-hmm. that we probably have never seen or dealt with, you Definitely. know? Like, Definitely never seen anything like that in a different language or anything like that. Yeah. That's different. So, Lindsay and I know Spanish pretty well. So, Spanish, translating that into contract? Sure. <laughs> no problem. We got you. Chinese? Nope. I don't think Mm-mm. we're there. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I was, like, asking our one of our managers about it because I was, like, what do I do? Can I do this? Like, yeah. you know, because, I mean, like I said, it's a big risk. And right. it's a big risk for all parties. I mean, so I never got to see the contract because they, okay. they didn't decide to write, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they had to go back to Charleston's. Or, fucking, why do I always assume I love Charleston? Sorry. <laughs> I just want to be there. I mean, love it. We'll just say I love Charleston. Yeah. Um, they had to go back there. Huh. I don't really know what's going to happen. I'm kind of, like, hoping that they let that go through and then, and then come back and yeah. then have the cash. Because then you have to wait for the cash to be cleared mm-hmm. right. in the U.S. So that could take another, like, I mean, it just depends where they go through. So it's right. a whole process. So yeah. I was just, like, stunned. I was yeah. like, how am I going to write this? That is definitely new. Um, like, yeah. when we were talking about last episode, like, there's always something uh, new you're, you're working with. And that's, like, yes. something you've sold many houses, but here we are, another house, and it's all Chinese contract. Like, that's totally new. I was like, I mean, in this market, like I said, I think more things are going to be accepted. So it's, like, not out of the question by mm-hmm. any means. It's just kind of, like, how do I do this or how do I go about mm-hmm. this? I don't know if yeah, anyone has any answers because I'm sure someone listening yeah. has had that happen. Like, Yeah, we would love to know. Especially if it's worked out. 
please let mm-hmm. me know. Right? Got yeah. the deal done. I would love to get that done for them. So, yeah. That was my interesting yeah. little thing this week. Well, thanks for bringing that to the table yeah. <laughs> because that is super Always fascinating. Always count on me. Going off of real estate, you had nothing fascinating this week, Kendall? Not really. Nothing new. Nothing. I'm just really moving into our place, every, getting everything. Oh, yeah. Kendall has a new home now, yeah, which is exciting. Finally. So, I'm definitely trying to make it like southern living pretty much yeah because you like coastal farmhouse right yeah coastal farmhouse it's not too far from the beach and shore break which is really nice it's like a beach place but whatever (laughs) um it's like a really cute home and i i'm a big homebody so i like my surroundings to be like comfy and easy and so it's really cute so i'm excited and we're excited because she's closer to us now she was pretty far from us i'm not driving like I was in, like, the boonies and doonies. Yeah, yeah, I love literally. it out there, but I would retire out there. So yeah. Like a deaf, like a huge... You're too young to be out there. <laughs> oh, God. And the tolls. Too many things to enjoy here. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen that, like, thing, in the bridge in the water in Virginia? Like, those are the... The, yeah, the tunnel the underwater. Well, so many people are scared of it. I did not realize a lot of people. So I was getting off the plane. It's, it's weird. Yeah, so people are terrified. <laughs> there was two guys it's coming here for work the other day when I was coming back from Chicago, and they were like trying to make you know like they were trying to make small talk with me, and I was like, hi, you know, like hi. hey, how's it going? And uh, the guy was like, like, do you live here? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I'm really scared to go under one of those tunnels. And I was like, it's not that scary, like. I mean, it's been there for how many years? It's never collapsed. It's yeah. never like nobody's drowned but under. You can't lie when you think about it. When, it's a weird I'm concept. It, it's a weird concept. You're going underwater and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm gonna say this just because I hate driving next to them. I hate 18 wheelers. I hate them so much. Oh, they do yeah. not belong in that tunnel because I'm like, absolutely not. Y'all need your own separate interstate. You need a separate. Yeah, no, it does feel it, it gets a little claustrophobic yeah, when they're next like to you. Mm-hmm. That's for it sure. It just drives me crazy because it's like as soon as they see the bridge and the tunnel, it's like immediate breaks. Yes. Like people, it I is know. a road. Just mm-hmm. fucking drive. It's so weird. Like why would you want to stop drive. in the tunnel? If yeah, I try to get through that through. shit. Yeah, exactly. I like hold my breath when I'm driving. The Do you tunnel, really? Like, kind of. Oh my god. Yeah, no. I will. You're like, please, please. I'm just cussing people out. No, I'm doing the worst rage. Like it's when I drive on a bridge though, like not. Not the underwater Yeah, the above ones. (laughs) The above ones. I still don't like those, but what I'll do is I will crack my windows on the side when like, going just on. Just so I can breathe. Well, I'll do that, and it's like, well, Like a dog? Well, it's like, if you, if it falls off, like, if I, if, if something happens and I oh, like fall if the bridge, off, I can oh, bust you fall. out, and, like, I can bust out the window. Oh, you feel like you have cracked. potential. Okay, okay, I like that. You're why don't you just, good. why don't you just make it all the way down, then? You feel like you'll fall out of the car Hell if it no. falls off? I ain't putting all that, because I don't want, well, if it's raining, I don't want to sound like a badass and make it seem like I just... No. Or if mm-hmm. it fell into water, like Golden Gate scenario, I mean, you're going to die by just that drop alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. if you, like, fall into the water, I guess if the window was fully open, that water's going to rush in probably a little too fast. Or if it's, like, a, it's little, like a little open, yeah. you still potentially kick it out. Okay. All right. Thing. I like the I logic here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We're going to have to do a Mythbuster something. <laughs> <laughs> we need somebody to try it out for us. Kendall's safety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work at all. Everybody no. dies, like, 100% of the time. Even though I know, like... Kickboxing, it's like that's a it's a bag that you're kicking, you know. But Where if you I call somebody, this is your safety <laughs> tips. She's recuperating. I recuperate, recuperating here. Okay, I would still lose in a fight probably. My oh. boyfriend calls me a spaz. So what you're saying really is that out. if you died on a, if you fell off a bridge, you could survive the crash. Yes. <laughs> because the window is open. But I would lose in a fight. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. But if I was in any scenario with a man attacking me, dead. 
You know, I'm like, things correlate right now. Like, I'm just trying to put it together. I'm like, is she gonna say she's gonna punch the air back? I mean, or... No, because you're like, because you're taking the knife out and you're cutting the seatbelt, and it's just like, whatever, whatever. What is this? Now you can No, because you can literally like, if you're in the car and yes. you're on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, so we're back okay. underwater. Okay. okay, and safety tips, underwater. right? This is safety tips with Kendall. Fine, we can do safety tips <laughs> if you want to. Fine. I really bring it back together. So why is the knife now in the car? <laughs> because you can cut the seatbelt. Okay. You have a knife in okay, your car. So if you this? go over a bridge, this is this is Kendall's she route. Okay. When she, she has a safety a comb knife. knife. Yes. It's a comb knife. A comb knife. So it looks like a comb. It looks like a oh, those? Those are really cool, actually. Okay, okay so Thank if Kendall, you. this is Kendall's life. If she's going over a bridge, she has a comb knife in her car, window cracks slightly. <laughs> this is in case, I can't even keep a serious face. This is in case the bridge ever breaks. <laughs> you so you prepare bridge. yourself each time you go in that tunnel. Window down, exactly this amount. Okay, knife in hand, bad. comb. It's really bad. It's bad. Ready. So pretty much. Like, I'm not. I don't I'm gonna, the bridge is gonna collapse. It's like if you go off the bridge and there's an accident, I just think of all the ifs. Okay, but that okay. Coming back to it, when you narrow it down, it's very smart, Kendall. Thank you. It is because to cut yourself out of a seatbelt could be very necessary if you are in the water drowning in a car. Anything. Can you just click the button? And get well, out? something happens where it gets lodged sometimes, depending on the oh, crash, right? And that's okay. why people get stuck. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I see your logic. Still wondering about the safety tip with the, the guy attacking tip. you. I mean, I meant to say, well, <laughs> I'm, like, kind of confused where that relates to kickboxing. I think she wanted to tell us about safety tips and how she could fend off somebody with, like, her knife. Knife. It was the knife because everyone's like, why do you have the knife? I'm like, it's the safety thing. <laughs> It's safety. It's a cone knife. But you so will still die like if any guy ever attacks you. So no. that's what we're concerned about, is you can get out of a car crash, drowning in depths of water by cutting yourself out of the seatbelt. But if any guy approaches you, done. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. I don't know if we no, should tell the I... general public this. No. No. She is point. very well. We're now uh... hiring bodyguards for Kendall. <laughs> We love you so much. I don't even think about it, though. Like, when we moved here, I literally forgot that we were going under the water. But in, I forget what it is. It's from London to Paris, Uh I think, where you take that water shuttle. And it's, like, 40 minutes to an hour. But you're under the water the whole time. And so when we went there for Worlds back in, like, 2010, that's what we did. That's how we got to London. And I thought it was really cool. I didn't even really think about it. Yeah, I wouldn't think twice about it, honestly. You're also talking to the person who didn't ride her plane until, like, a couple years ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, I always saw her do that. <laughs> Lindsay's Look. face right now is like, are you fucking kidding me? You haven't <laughs> this is like the travel queen over here. Like, I can't help my facial expression sometimes. <laughs> I lose my mind. So when funny. my Botox wears off, you start to see all my faces. <laughs> You're like, it, you I haven't traveled. Left. There we go. <laughs> You're like, how have you not? But yeah, both of us, we travel all the time. So we're looking at you like. Mom, I would make my mom drive when I was younger. To all my children. So did you not like flying? That's the question. Mm-hmm. Like you, I didn't mind when I went this past time. Like, but you didn't like it growing up, or you just didn't really have the chance to? Um, Every single cheerleading competition that was like out of state uh-huh. or anything like that, I would have my mom drive. Okay. And she hated it. She how was f- like, I don't, why can't we just take a plane? And how was far like, was the farthest you went? States over? 
like saved over. Okay. Like I would go to like Florida type of states. Yeah. Like, and you still that. would make her drive. Yes. That's funny. I didn't want to be that missing flight. <laughs> I did not want to be that missing flight or anything like that. I'm just oh terrified of like I don't know. So but how was your first one when you went? The snacks. Oh my god. You love or hate? I bring. Just, I'm all about snack. I'm like your snack I queen. Snacks I do always have to buy like Sour Patch Kids. It is yeah. like my guilty yeah. pleasure. I'm like, oh, I have to buy some sugar roll. <laughs> but it's like you do. I brought protein bars that were in my bag. Oh, yeah. Always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, Kristen goes, you don't have to tell them that you, like, you know, it's fine. The lady asked me, she looked like she hated her life. She goes, ma'am. And then she, like, said, you need to, or, like, whatever they say, like, the back check or whatever. And I looked like I was confessing, like, a murder. Like, yeah. I, I was, like. Because they do, like. <gasps> okay. It's like that. Like, when I bring supplements, it's yeah. the same way. Because mm-hmm. supplements, obviously, you could probably smoke cocaine or something mm-hmm. because it's white powder half yeah. the time. So they do always have to do a swab of it. And then they're, like, let me taste, or not even taste it, but, like, they have to almost, like, smell it. And I'm, like, it's not cocaine. It's freaking pre-workout. <laughs> Leave yeah. me alone. Well, when yeah. I came from, like, Colombia, Mexico, Colombia. Oh, yeah. I got so this I got blonde. my bag. <laughs> all like my shit crevice. was ripped open. Oh, like they yeah. had to, and then I brought all my. I love like crystals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're like, so they were like, "What is, is this? She? And what do you use this for?" And I'm like, "Dude, oh, like meditation. Like, what do you think I'm doing?" That's funny though. Yeah, because but it raised my yeah. brows. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Basically, I became best friends with the flight attendant. I wanted to oh, shut down the windows. You're like the little kids that when their parent doesn't fly with them, yes. and then the, they have like a special person that watches over them. You're like, pilot? She did, though. She did, though. She, like, <laughs> That's so, so cute. I didn't really need, so I won't tell the story because it'll be too long. <laughs> On the way there. On the way back, I flew separately than my sister-in-law. So I said, because I went Like totally earlier. by yourself. Yeah, totally okay. by myself. On a smaller plane. Big girl. <laughs> Big girl moment, and, you know, she even, like, prepped me before I left. She was also like, Kendall, do not stop and check your bags. Like, they just immediately loaded onto the plane. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So, I just want to throw in there that we didn't sleep that night at all. I woke up from, like, 30 minutes of sleep, I guess, if you can call it that. There was alcohol-infused fruit. Okay. On the table. I forgot about that. I forgot that there was alcohol in the fruit. Okay. So what I did was I just grabbed a cup full and I started eating it. And I was drunk when her dad picked me up to take me to the airport. That's so I'm funny. like this. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like on the plane. And first of all, they had to defrost the plane. We weren't moving. So I'm sitting in there. I put on my sunglasses. And you still felt drunk at this moment. I'm very, I'm, I How strong drunk. was this fruit? <laughs> it was like, I mean, it was like, because imagine we left it like there, yeah. like in the night. So it's oh, just, so it's so sitting weird. in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I'm just going to, you know, not freak out that they're defro- like defrosting. Yeah. You're plane, like, I just so. need a sleepy pill right now. <laughs> I literally have sunglasses on and I'm like this, like I'm, my eyes are closed. You're Mrs. Inglesias. Literally. I love <laughs> From uh, Face. Oh my God. I'm Mrs. Inglesias. <laughs> it was like, I literally, because I was sitting there and I was like, just asleep. Like I fell asleep like really quickly and the the woman that came up to me, the flight attendant, she was like, Kendall? And I didn't wake up. She was like, Kendall? Kendall Link? And oh, I, like, flare my She even knew you by name. She's ready to help she you. She looked at my C number. You know what she told me? Like, she, her name was Aqua Marine. So if you're watching you're this, kidding. I remember this because she actually did something really Uncle cool. Uncle Marine. I swear to God. Because she can cut your seatbelt when you're in the water because she's a mermaid. That's right. Yep. She always stays with me because she saved my ass not once but possibly could be twice. So she, um, so she wanted to tell me that we were on the connecting flight mm-hmm. to Norfolk. So I was okay. like, oh, nice. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. 
And I was like, okay, whatever. She just kept coming up and talking to me, like, throughout the whole thing, you know, and I was nervous, so I'm talking to her a lot. She's trying to distract you. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we go to the LaGuardia. Okay, LaGuardia. Yeah, uh-huh. LaGuardia. Okay. So our flight gets there late, so we had to book it to the next one. And she's, like, telling me where I need to go. She's, like, it was, like, almost like I was a child. Oh, she was, no. like, now just make sure... So, and this is still your first time flying, correct? Just on the way home? Yeah. So it's like your second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're not used to what it's like to have a connecting Hell flight, no. possibly running mm-hmm. gate to gate. Okay. Yeah. So I'm hustling. So. It's also a big ass airport. So uh-huh. I'm hustling. And how far away was it? What? Your like, next gate. Oh, well, my dumb ass went to go check the bags. Like, my, my sister-in-law told me not to. I, so I was, like, scared of it being left. So I'm like, <laughs> and I go, and, and I'm like, oh, my God, Kristen told me not to go check and I go shit then I get a number from New York and I go that's weird before real estate I never answered numbers I did not know but I figured yeah good thing you did probably since I'm in New York I uh, well <laughs> since I'm in New York like, clearly well. so it's the people at the gate uh-huh. and they said is this Kendall and I said yes and they were like we're just letting you know that we are about to close the gates but where are you like in the airport and stuff like that so the oh, li- no. the flight that's attendant, nice that they called honestly yeah, yeah. they don't because yeah. everyone i say that to everybody was like, just watching over kendall at the airport oh every God. single person that works yeah. there was like look for kendall lake please one girl so like the one with like i don't even know probably like a freaking comb knife and everything oh else they got taken <laughs> at the airport but anyways so they're like so, so-and-so, like, the flight attendant actually told them I wasn't in the same, because I was in the same seat, so she didn't know I was okay. in it, or she noticed I wasn't there, mm-hmm. and they called, and wow. nobody, that doesn't. And he made it, so huh? bags were checked, every, well, that's the thing, with connecting flights, you shouldn't have to recheck your bag. I just didn't. Yeah. I Where do you even go to check that? I don't know. Well, if I you do, like, so it. I've done, like, two one-ways before, right? So, like, yeah. I have to connect in LaGuardia, but it's because I bought a ticket to LaGuardia, then I bought the ticket from LaGuardia to Wisconsin or mm, something, right? right? Okay. So, yeah, that's technically well, an ending time I've flight. I've ever done that is, like, when I go, like, international. And international, yep. Yeah. But nope. that's, that's a big that you're That's like, a big step. I was Brexville, Ohio, y'all. That's got to be 100 people. But it was just I found out on this flight, she hooked me up with alcohol. Mm-hmm. She gave me all the good snacks. Yeah. She said, we're going to put you to sleep, honey. Pretty, well, she was like, she just loved talking to me. And apparently yeah. she tried out for American American Idol or something. She should have sang to you guys. Yeah, it was like the boys were American Idol. Oh, it's really it cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you learn so much about her, too. I know. That's so my favorite watching. part about flying, honestly. I love meeting people. Yeah. I like to try to start conversations. Like, somebody sits next mm-hmm. to me, I'm kind of just like, you can oh, like you're going home. You. Yeah, you can yeah. tell. I mean, if somebody's definitely standoffish, I'm like, all right, have a nice flight, put my headphones in, whatever, yeah. get to work. But if, like, they look like they're kind of personable, mm-hmm. I'm like, where are you going? You from here? Because real estate, again, if you're, if you're leaving from here, you. yeah, I'm like, so you got airdrop? <laughs> I got an eat card for you. Tell me about your house. Yeah. Depends how many drinks I have for me. Okay. Yeah. Depends. Actually, I almost got left and they did not call me at Norfolk. I was sitting there when I went to uh, New York. So like my, my now boyfriend, our second date, he flew me out to New York and I didn't really understand what I was doing until I was at the airport and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? And I was like, must drink. So I like went and I was like drinking Aperol spritzes, having a great time, like hanging out on my phone in the yeah. morning and then I went to go to my gate and they were like everyone was gone and I was like oh my god and I was like looking around and I was like should I open the door that says do not right. open like and I was like gonna, I was literally gonna open it Is and it someone like, comes out and oh. they're like 
are you Lindsay? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, we've been waiting for you. And oh I was like, gosh. it literally says you're boarding right now yeah. and you're done. She's like, well, it's a small plane. And <laughs> like, I got well, on. I'm just Needless to say, the looks that I got were like, they probably hate, they I probably, should have been dead. Yeah. That well, was, it's like $20,000, I think, if you open the door. Thank they got re- it. Did it's it. a weird amount. Like, once the door is closed, it's closed. It's like, a, no, no. Well, but thank I God I didn't why. do that. Yeah. Oh I made gosh. it there super drunk, and I oh, continued that for a few days. Sometimes it was great. I've only been drunk, I think, on like two flights, and they were fun. One time it was my 24th first birthday and I was actually flying down to Texas at 5 a.m. was my flight in Chicago so it takes 40 minutes to get Mm. to the airport at O'Hare from our home I partied all night with my friends because obviously I'm celebrating my Mm. birthday we're at the bars in town everything till 2 a.m. obviously drinking a lot so I was pretty drunk and woke up still you know when you wake up drunk not hungover Mm -hmm. so you're kind of like oh this is bad and I had to be up by 3 a.m. I think so I literally got an hour of sleep almost and had to turn around and pretty much get to my flight and I was going out to see Luke because he was in a school at the time in San Antonio and I just remember being on that flight horrible because it started to wear off obviously while you're on the flight so I remember thinking like it's good to like start being drunk on the plane it's not fun to have it wear mm. off I was like should no. I keep drinking I had, like it was bad I had Headache. the worst though I have to say when I was in Colombia and we decided to go to the capital Bogota for like a few days oh. on our days off. And I went from the club to the airport. I'm not even lying. Oh, yeah, like. And then once we got on the plane, we were still so trash. And then we, when we got to a city, we had to take a bus. Which let me tell you, in Colombia, the hills and the turns, it was horrible. Oh, it like to get to worse. the city. Are there a lot of potholes too? Like mm, Costa Rica I mean, and stuff, yeah. potholes, and they can't miss them, and you're yeah. hitting it, yeah. And then, like, once we finally had this whole journey, I had, like, one hour to take a nap, and I had to go do the opening. And how'd you do? Oh, horrible. Oh, yeah? You're like, <laughs> but actually, makeup's at, down here. Yeah, <laughs> actually, at that point, that was pretty much, like, we just partied all the time, so I think I was, like, pretty professional. I mean, from Yeah, like, I held myself skater. together. Yeah. 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 Put on the lashes and, like, try to cover up all the dark yeah. circles, and you, you got the routine it. of it. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. That would be hard to do. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever had to perform while being Oh, my God. I have so, so many fucking times. I can't even oh, tell you. That's, that's impressive, though, story. actually, if you think about it. Like, is it impressive or I is think it that's giving a me anxiety <laughs> of what I used to do? But Yeah, my heart's palpitating for you. Oh <laughs> so... I guess we can actually come back. We got kind of to our lifestyle talk first, but we have to bring you guys a tip today for real estate. And so we wanted to talk about buyers this time. So not realtors, but we're going to bring up buyers. So if you ever want to buy a property or, you know, will, or even if you have, I mean, you probably know a lot of what we're going to talk about because you've been through the process then. Um, But we're going to probably bring up a lot of new stuff if you're a first-time home buyer or thinking about buying in the future. So what we want to talk about is the money that you have to bring. This is such a confusing topic to people who definitely are not in the industry. I know I used to be so confused on it because people would say, you have to bring 20%. You have to bring all this money. It's not always true. So we just want to kind of break that down for buyers today. So if you're listening, like really take this in because we're actually going to give you almost kind of like a buyer consult, like a lot of good information here. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess I'll just start with the loan. You guys can maybe talk about like closing costs, things like that. But 
for loans to start off, you have typical, there's a couple different varieties, but you have a VA loan, an FHA loan, and conventional typically. VA loan is typically, obviously, your military buyer. Um, they have 0% down. They're lucky, lucky people. <laughs> they don't have to bring any money to the closing table. Um, well, depending on what these girls talk about in a second. But as for a down payment, you don't have to bring anything. You can if you want to make more payments on your loan right away, but you do not have to bring anything. FHA is typically only 3.5%. Um, a lot of people, like I said, have the notion that it has to be the 5, the 10, 15, like crazy amounts, and I don't know where that came from. Maybe I'm missing something from loans way back when, um, but it is only typically 3.5% of whatever your um, cost of the home is. And then conventional, conventional does vary a lot more, but I know you can do as low as 3.5. There is, yeah, ways for that. And there's... Yeah, yeah, right? Like a lot of the logistics and mm -hmm. the behind the scenes. But, you know, I think otherwise it's typically like 5% and then that one could be the 20 and typical stuff. So, you know, if you are military, especially we're in Virginia Beach, like there's eight different um, bases around here. And a lot of our buyers, I know almost 70% of my buyers actually have been military, to be mm -hmm. honest. So um, it's been really great. A lot of them didn't know that. And they were like, I don't have to bring any money. And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, there's some other additions. But yeah. for the majority, yeah, you have no down payment. And then uh, even my first time home buyers with three and a half, they were they're really shocked mm -hmm. typically. I mean, think about that. It On an average home that usually comes to about 8,000 to maybe, it can be as low as seven, maybe nine, 10. I mean, that's an average, I would say, for just the down payment. Um, but that's a lot better than maybe thinking your head, oh, I gotta bring 20 plus added costs, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm gonna go with that. And there are grants to help with those yeah. too. There yeah. Are grants. Ask your agent about that. Yeah, you know, yeah. make sure that your agent has like a very reputable lender. I mean, we can get someone yeah. here that know their stuff. Yeah, there's a lot will. of different products and mm -hmm. grants and we'll, I mean, we are all very like we'll find a way. Well, yeah. the lenders are huge because they—it's more like they can customize it based upon like the client. You yeah, know things I mean? can so, vary for sure. Yeah, so and I feel like it's just an advantage having. Yeah. And I know it's so scary sometimes, like thinking about just the cost alone. So you don't even want to put your foot out there to like talk mm -hmm. to a realtor sometimes because you're like, I just won't be able to do it. But work with us and we'll mm -hmm. be able to provide that for you. You know, lenders that really want to try and help you. I mean, it yeah. is scary, sure, to think about the money. But, you know, you have probably a lot more potential than you realize half mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you want to touch on like closing costs, the difference between like when it was you know, fast paced market and now maybe what you can get, you know, between two and 4%, you know. Are you talking about like as far as, oh, I was Just like how they work. Oh, what did you want to do? Well, kind of like what they don't know of how much things are like home inspections. Oh yeah, like talk that. about that, well, yeah. just because it's a shell shock, I feel like, for clients because they don't know as far as how much home inspection is, survey, if you get one, termite moisture inspection, all of these things, according to the loan, have to happen so home inspection I would put away probably depending on square footage like I'd say above 400 bucks I put I say between are like most of the years so my thing it's always good to tell above yeah. too by the way mm -hmm. if you're a realtor listening it's high. yeah it's good to tell them a little bit higher just so they have that money mm -hmm. saved just in case you know it doesn't happen to be you know what if it is 500, but you thought every time this guy does one for you, it's 350 mm. or whatever. Oh, you yeah. Know? If, I have, if I use, like, the same home inspection company, mm -hmm. I will make it more of an accurate, like, you know, ballpark. But yeah. when it's, 
I do give my recommendations, but I let them choose. Always. Mm-hmm. You know, just because, you know, it's their house. Mm-hmm. I want them to have the say. But, you know, of course, I'm just going to give them my recommendations. Yeah. But at the same time, that's usually the ballpark I always say. Yeah. And it's way. smart. Because, yeah. yeah, that extra money could they, be necessary. Because kind of just floats. Yeah. They, they don't know how it, how it goes. If you don't do a buyer consultation or anything like that, it just kind of floats down. And you're like, oh, home inspection? Like I bucks. Yeah. Like, what? And that is an upfront fee. So yeah. that's the difference too. You're not bringing it to the table at the end, like a down mm-hmm. payment. Yeah. You don't have maybe these 30, 40 days to process what needs to be put down. Mm-hmm. Within you, the first like two weeks, I would say you have your, your EMD. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's your earnest money deposit. Um, with that, that does get deducted from your closing costs. Yeah. Or if you get your closing costs covered, that could come back to you. Yeah. The only way you'd lose that is if you got out after your, your, due diligence period is mm-hmm. over um and i'm sure that if you have a good realtor that that shouldn't happen yeah, yeah and that does change based off of like so this is from virginia standpoint because i know north carolina theirs is a little different because they mm-hmm. have due diligence periods yeah. where they have an extra amount instead of just the emd mm-hmm. so it does change but i will say most states from what i know and then in virginia specifically that's how our contract is it's the emd first so that's like your first thing you want to initially put down out of the gate. So I mm-hmm. guess we'll take a step back and that's step one of the process. Once yeah. you found a house, you're under contract, it's usually 1% of the purchase price, but that can vary. It's usually like a thousand, maybe 2000, maybe mm-hmm. 5,000. It really just depends what you feel comfortable doing. Yeah. But at the end, when you get to that table, if you owe 10 grand and you put two down already, it'd really be eight. Yeah. So just remember that. Then once you keep moving forward on the contract, you do your home inspection, like she said. And no, that's fine. And then um, and then you'd have that money, but that money will go to the home inspector themselves. Like mm. you're not gonna like just bring it to like the closing company or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah that's you will pay him. Mm. Yeah. And then once you pass the home inspection, then you have the appraisal, which mm-hmm. is six hundred dollars. Mm. Yeah. Usually. Um that this is all in the first like two weeks yeah. you're under contract. So you do feel like you're dishing out a lot of money, but it's all gonna pay off. Yeah. Well, especially if you think about it, I try to get people to not think about the EMD as much because you're getting that back. Just mm-hmm. stay in the contract or pull it's out at like the a right time. Security deposit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Absolutely. if anything, it's really not that much because yeah, the appraisal's five to six hundred or mm-hmm. whatever, and then the home inspection. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, maybe like nine hundred bucks. And like if you got out, the the things that you wouldn't get back would be the home inspection. And I hope that you have a realtor that waits until you pass home inspection to order yeah. that appraisal. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Then you won't yeah. even have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because you. you you shouldn't have to pay for an appraisal on a house that you see a home inspection and they don't want to fix the roof and the roof is completely right. going to cost you 20 grand. Off but I guess pocket. we're moving into a different market where things aren't as rushed because there was like yeah. people that were immediately ordering appraisals yeah. or right. Cause you needed to, there's some too quick. There's closes. a lot more terminology. Yeah. I yeah. guess now we can just simplify things since yeah. the market is a lot mm-hmm. more like stable. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, I had a situation where I had the appraisal, the inspection mm-hmm. and termite more on the same like, day. Like same day. I don't know where this the freezer was there for like 15 minutes. I had a heart attack because I was like, "This is not a good day. This is not good. This is I don't know how this even happened." And it freezed value. So oh, at value. Yeah. I mean, nice. but I, it was one of those things where it's just that was too soon. I always like to wait. It's so until quick, afterwards. yeah. Yeah. And to break down like the appraisal, just to give you guys, if you're wondering too, as a buyer right now, you know, appraisal is just giving you the value of the home, what Mm -hmm. they see in the home and based off of comps in the neighborhood. So like what other 
homes uh, sold for and things like that. They're just giving you a true value of the home and every home goes through them. You can get away without doing them if you're like all cash and conventional, but we can get that another time. Um, but yeah, so you typically, you're going to have that, especially typically as a first time home buyer, FHA, VA loan type and things. seller pays for the termite and moisture. Typically. typically mm-hmm. Yeah. You typically. can get that covered a lot because it's typically, at least my guy, he does it for 75 bucks. Yeah. So yeah, seller's say, like, yeah, like, whatever. There's usually, you know, like a little amount that you put like not to exceed 99 and there also is built in the contract a one percent of purchase price um that the seller is going to pay if there's appraisal repairs come in or, or termite and moisture mm-hmm. damage you're giving them all the goods i wasn't even thinking we were going to get to that I no say, i mean that's yeah. great Just let them know let all. the people know yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is our last they episode say, <laughs> they say not to give you guys all the information <laughs> but yeah uh <laughs> work with us we said we love to give information yeah i mean technically there's not a lot of podcasts out there that do this and i think that's what's great is that people listening can actually have true advice so now you just need to work with us you can't go to other people that's the only stipulation yeah (laughs) come over here and sign a buyer broker (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah no that's that's good i mean there are stipulations in a contract where you can get sellers to when it's a true thing that affects the home such Mm -hmm. as like bad damage moisture wise you know molding um or like a yeah appraisal issues if the appraiser finds like maybe a lot of siding missing yeah or if you're maybe hand handrails yeah. are gonna come yeah. up or multiple the, or times the weather stripping oh my god or that's windows a big VA thing. yeah like, okay. the windows are big yeah. yeah so there can be a lot of um yeah just ways for the seller you get a little bit more protection for mm-hmm. the seller if you're a buyer so those are really so you have your home inspection cost your EMD and then your appraisal those are like your upfront costs. That's about it. I think people think there's a lot more to it, cost It just feels like a lot because it moves fast. And then down yeah. payment, yeah. It, it does move fast. fast. This is all on like a 30, 30 to 35 mm-hmm. days. I mean, I guess 45 would be. Yeah, I mean, some get some, obviously sick. We try to get it done in 30 whatever. days. Yeah, yeah it just depends. We do in but. 30. What can your real estate do? <laughs> <laughs> so then do you want to talk about closing costs? That's the only other factor of like bringing money to the table that can fluctuate. Yeah, because that's usually what, like 3% of purchase price. Yeah, like mm-hmm. 2 to 4% depending on yeah. variables. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, a lot of that is going to be like your, you know, the attorney fees, a title, title, insurance, insurance um, uh, escrow accounts for your taxes, uh, origination. Well, I guess that goes in there. It does origination fees yeah. for lenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole list of stuff. Like, if you guys. Honestly, yeah, that's what we're list. for. We'll handle that part with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, we can we can but. go over it, but it's it's there's a lot of fees that it covers. Um, so those are a part of them. You know, like the you have to bring that to the table mm-hmm. unless you know you get the sellers to cover that. Um, Which so. is nice, and that's the difference I was going to talk about is when we were in this very fast market. You know, these buyers were a little bit more scared, I would say, as mm-hmm. new first time home buyers. Because they already thought, okay, I have to bring a lot to the table. Let's say FHA, and they're bringing like the 7K to the table, their home inspection appraisal. Well, then in that market too, it was bring your own closing costs and maybe even a little bit above appraised value, which that's a whole different ballgame we won't break down for you because that's kind of crazy. But um, the closing costs plus your 7 to 9K of your down payment, and then let's say those closing costs are about 9K. I mean, 
you are looking close to 18 minimum typically so that did scare a lot of people now the market has shifted a little bit it's kind of a little seller still nice. but a lot more yeah a lot more buyer it makes us happy to work with the buyers again because i love working with buyers yeah that's fun. like my favorite they get excited to see the home and in that market when it was so fast it was like do you want the home like you felt like you were kind of pressuring them because it would be gone you couldn't even enjoy the situation exactly like, hey nice to meet you okay you ready to write an offer yeah <laughs> So this fuck. market is, yeah, exactly. Fuck is right. <laughs> All the fucks. <laughs> because now you can actually meet them and learn mm -hmm. who they are. Their families. You get to enjoy and like see like, this is our first, yeah, like some people, it's like, you know, I've been working 30 years to buy my own house and now they finally get it. And you get to learn that about them mm -hmm. and really enjoy that process. And it makes it more enjoyable and more especially getting their closing costs covered by the seller oh because now and they're like be able I to find a house they actually like instead of like oh wow this right. is the last one right. that's yeah. available in the school district so we're getting this and yeah. we're putting like all this money over you know exactly there's a lot of benefits to this market that I don't think people are really talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. I think people are, I mean, I'm not going to say that there's not facts that, you know, people should, you know, like, like that could away. cause, yeah. yeah, you know, there's obviously always factors. there's always going to be like downsides, but I think we don't talk enough about the good things that are happening right? and that mm -hmm. this is not 2007 or was 2007, yeah. yep. right? It's not that. That so, big crash. Um, I mean, they were, they were handing out loans. Like, yeah, they didn't yeah. have any a lot more stimulation. You should literally say I make like five hundred k at this job and have yeah, no. It was pretty. Yeah, they, they were handing it out, and it's like that's not. I feel like we were more strict. Mm -hmm. This whole yes. Oh, we're so strict yeah. now. So a lot it's, more. It's canceling yeah. out all the people that can't There's, buy. So yeah, I shut that down. <laughs> yeah, it, it should help a lot. I mean, but that's the thing. Like you said, there's always variables, and mm -hmm. it's like. You just have to think about it. It goes from seller to buyer to buyer to seller. I mean, the market's just, it's never going to favor everybody at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say, you're never going to feel ready. If, you're never going to feel ready. But if this is a good time for you personally, financially, if you have savings and you have the means to do it, do it. Don't let yeah. this scare you because there's always going to be some shit that's happening. Always. You're going to be like, well, renting's just easier for right mm -hmm. now. And it's like, you know. Let's just say two thousand dollars to rent, but you could have got your dream home for nineteen hundred a month. Mm -hmm. Okay, like so what does it do? Someone else's property, not your own. Exactly. And like it makes you feel pretty shitty because you're like, dang, I, this is, I'm paying their mortgage. Yeah. And their properties appreciate. Yeah, and they're just getting money like, off of you. They're like, thanks for paying my mortgage yeah. plus some, and yeah. you know, yeah. So. And I mean, it makes sense if you obviously don't have the savings right now or anything. Mm -hmm. Obviously, take your time if you really need to. That's fine. But at the same time, you like, should don't never be, be in the market scared. for interest rates or you should never be mm -hmm. waiting on interest rates. I mean if they shoot up to like nine get get out yeah. <laughs> because that'd be crazy it used to be like that and yeah. that's like we got kind of spoiled too when it dropped down to two because I had people it was more the mil millennial gen z I guess yeah. or whatever we're in right now that didn't understand that our parents had to go through exactly. eight nine yeah. you know percent and yeah the houses are definitely higher still mm -hmm. but I mean I had somebody they were like it's at three right now and I'm going to wait till it's two and a half. And I was like, I think we're lucky to see that again. You know, it was like kind of that. I think we got greedy when it got mm, down that low. And it's like, I mean, who doesn't want that? I think. But that wasn't sustainable. That market exactly. wasn't sustainable. I think four would be ideal if we could stay around If we could four, go, yeah. Be <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be ideal for I, sure. Can't be choosy. Yeah. But, you know, but I feel like the media is scaring a lot of millennials and stuff because they're for sure scares everybody yeah i was gonna say the yes. news is not anybody's 
Fam. Do your research yeah. on everything they tell you. And <laughs> ask us questions, honestly. Like I said, I'm going to be posting on our Instagram. There's going to be little photos with just questions to ask you guys. So hopefully we get a lot of feedback from you guys of just like what you want to know more or even just, you, you know, more questions on this. Yeah, or maybe you're ready. you're an and agent and you have some thoughts that maybe yeah. we you felt felt like we skimmed over yeah. or that you, you know, you have some information that maybe we could use and provide mm-hmm. to our clients to be better 100%. agents. We're all for that. Yeah, especially, you know, it'd be good too is knowing different markets because Mm -hmm. we're telling you mainly from like a Virginia standpoint is like you have a, you know, EMD, you have your termite and moisture. Well, maybe in another state, like you're a realtor and you do it totally different Mm -hmm. and you just want us to bring some light to that because you don't have a podcast and you want us to talk about maybe like how it's different in your neck of the woods. Like I would love to talk about that too. Yeah. I think that'd be really interesting. So we're definitely going to start posting. I mean, this is our third episode, so Instagram's just getting going from us. But we're definitely going to start doing a lot more of those. So you guys can ask us any questions and just, you know, we want you to feel like you're a part of our little community here, like you're with us all the time. So thank you so much for joining today. Oh yeah, you want to link? (laughs) Yeah, in case anybody ever goes over a bridge and crashes. Yep, we got the comb knife. So thanks for joining, guys, and we will see you on episode four. Bye. Bye. Bye.